Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. For Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. Hey, it is Friday. We have made it. Congratulations, self high fives all the way around. Oh, some great folks going to be joining us this afternoon. Dave Brad is going to be here just about a half hour from now. Dave, of course, former member of Congress, uh, former professor of economics, head of the business school at Liberty University. He's now the um, what is it, the deputy provost? I think that's the title. Deputy provost for all sorts of cool stuff. But he joins us because uh, he's one of the the only guys that I trust to to really break down economic numbers for me because I I don't get them. I mean, I just don't get them. I don't. I wish I got them, but I don't. So I have to trust other people. I mean, investment wise, things like that. I trust Carl Carlson over at Carlson Financial. Uh, things like you know, I deal with big pictures and. Um, Oh, I don't know. Unemployment numbers and inflation and uh, the Fed interest rate. I, I leave that to Dr. Dave Bratton. He'll be here at 335. My friend, uh, Congressman Rob Whitman, is going to be here. Always look forward to chatting with him because there's all, uh, again, there's another sort of dust up and debate going on in D.C. and in the House. And so we'll see what uh, he's got to say about that. And right there, smack dab in the middle, my brother from another mother, Stan Andruski. During the week, of course, you find him at Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the lakeside section of Henrico. And on Saturday mornings, where do you find him? You find him right here. Yeah, News Radio WRBA, hosting the best weekend radio show anywhere. Okay, uh, where would you like to start? I know that there is so much that has happened uh, in the last two days, and I, I would apologize for my absence, except I'm thinking, wait a minute, what if folks didn't notice I was gone? And, well, that I, I don't want to alert you to that, but I was. I was gone. I had two, uh, two days off, some uh, doctor's appointments, and normally I'm able to get those in the morning, and for whatever reason, uh, this month, uh, just not able to do those. But hey, half of the stitches in my back are gone today, and then next week I get to go back and have the other half take it out. Uh, have you had anybody steal anything off your porch? I'm not suggesting that you should, and I'm certainly not urging you to go out and steal something off of somebody's porch. I'm just asking you the question. You know, my buddy Mike Romano over there at the uh, Postal Inspection Service joins us a couple of times a year, just as a, a, a reminder about these stinking porch pirates. And one of the things that's happened throughout the years, as these ring doorbells and other video camera pieces of technology become more readily accessible to folks like you, folks like me, uh, you're, you're able to see now. God forbid somebody takes something off your porch, you've, you've got an image of them. Well, guess what's happening up in our our friendly attic of Canada. See, that's the way I look at Canada. I, I used to love Canada. Uh, given the last eight, nine years of government up there, I'm not so crazy about it anymore, but Canada just always reminded me of our attic. 
you, you don't go up there all that often, but when you do, invariably, yeah, you get a you get a smile on your face. You find something you haven't seen in a while, and yeah, it's just nice. Well, uh, the folks in Canada have got the same sort of doorbell cameras as we do. And the folks in uh, West Montreal, which is a, uh, the West Island of Montreal is, uh, it's a well-to-do sort of neighborhood. And guess what? Those people have packages being delivered. And guess what? Those packages are being pilfered and pirated by some low-down scallywags. And you know what's happened? Right. They got the same video cameras as we do. They have the same sort of doorbell cameras as we do. And so they've been sharing the images. Well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, here's what the uh, Quebec Provincial Police Force, Sûreté de Quebec, uh, are telling people now. You, you cannot post those images. So you can't post an image of somebody stealing your stuff off of your porch because you could violate their privacy. Go ahead, let that sink in for a second. <laughs> so the, the, the provincial police in Quebec, according to uh, Lieutenant Benoit Richard, uh, they're not all that concerned about the fact they stole the, por- the uh, packages off your porch. They don't want you sharing the images because that would uh, violate the thief's privacy. So better you should call them, he says. Okay. And then they may or may not get around to doing something about it. That, that, that's the other thing. Just, just like here, uh, law enforcement has been uh, defanged so much that they're not really in the, well, law enforcement business anymore. And they're not really arresting or prosecuting people who are stealing things off of people's porches. So the message there is really quite clear when you think about it. Hey, you'd better be waiting for your stuff. The porch pirates have this all figured out. They drive down the street, particularly around Christmas time. So we're we're sort of out of that time frame now, obviously. But around Christmas time, you probably have seen porch pirates on the road. And they're driving behind the Amazon vans. They're driving behind the FedEx vans. They're watching those delivery people put stuff on people's porches, and they're able to see from the street, huh, is it something good? Is it something bad? Is it a big box? Is it a small box? They got it all worked out, and apparently in Canada, they've got it all worked out, and the police are just kind of sort of giving them a a free pass, which is shameful. Do you know where your tax dollars are? Every once in a while, I want to do an update like that. Do you remember when you and I were younger? You have to be of a certain age, probably eh, right around 50, I guess. And you could be either side a couple of years, but right around 50. You will remember when we were kids, there were those uh, television commercials. Do you know where your son is? Do you know where your daughter is? Do you know where your ham sandwich is? I mean, it was a whole bunch of stuff. Well, I would like to ask you, do you know where your tax dollars are? I would turn your attention to something that's called Virginia Public Media. Virginia Public Media, that's uh, NPR and PBS. Guess what? Your tax dollars are being used to purchase a brand new multi-million dollar building for public media. Wow. 
That's pretty cool, huh? Well, don't, don't not to worry about. It. They're a nonprofit, so even though they're taking your money, they're they're not making any money. You understand? But they are going to spend four point two. Oh, they have. They've already spent the four point two million dollars for a less than one acre parcel on Broad Street. God only knows what the building is going to cost. It's going to be like the broadcasting Taj Mahal by the time it's done. They're going to build a five-story, 53,000-plus square foot building that will serve as the home, we're told, of the Virginia Public Media News Operations, as well as a venue for civic programs and events. Wow. Holy moly. Make sure you buy two umbrellas the next time they're begging for money on television. Seriously. You're going to have to go out and... uh, Spend a lot of money to get that. And the fruit-flavored gum. I've heard people mocking this, and I'm sorry, but this is an important issue. Again, you have to be of a certain age. But uh, the fruit-stripe gum that used to be all the rage and uh, Super Bubble also, these are discontinued. Now, I'm not a chewing gum chewer for the most part anymore. I haven't been for a long time. I I think a lot of people sort of age out of it, but... I love a I love a nice Altoid. I love a nice Wilhelmina Mint. If you're not familiar with these, I was not familiar with them myself until I went into World Market and I found these. If you'll notice, if you're with me on the uh, the Jeff Cat Show Live Cats over on uh, Facebook Live, you'll see it. I'm holding it up to the camera. Uh, it, it's it's basically the size shape of a uh, pack of cigarettes. And I do wonder if it was meant in some way, somehow, to help those who were smokers or wanted to quit smoking, kind of quit smoking. But they are really good peppermint mints, and they're made somewhere in, I don't know, the Netherlands, I think. Uh, yeah, they're made in the Netherlands. So the, uh, the, the wrapping and the label is all in Dutch. Or it's probably technically Netherlandish, but you know what I'm saying. So I, I do love that. I like a nice Altoid. I'll take a tic-tac if you've got one, but I don't do a lot of uh, chewing gum chewing, although I, I have been known to chew a stick or two. I just, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little piece of my childhood go away as the Fruit Stripe Gum and Super Bubble have now officially uh, been confirmed as being discontinued. Apparently, and this, this is part of what the bad news is, apparently... Uh, it was discontinued back in 2022. They stopped making it in 2022. And folks are just now realizing, hey, where where's my gum? And it took them that long to get through the stock. So that, again, is an indication. And their argument, the argument from the company that made it was people aren't buying it in the same way. And the fact that it took people about a year to figure out that uh, it was going away is an indication to all of us that um, it's, it's just not doing that well in terms of the sales department. But I just thought I'd mention that. I know it's not political. I probably have to comment on the debate. Was it technically a debate? It, it was uh, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. Everybody else is gone. Everybody else got voted off the island. They're all gone. Did I watch it? No. (laughs) I'd like to tell you I did, but no, I didn't watch it when it was on. 
Because over on Fox, it was former President Donald Trump. Uh, he got double the number of viewers on Fox as Nikki and Ron did over on CNN. I did go back and review it because it's, it's my job. I have to. And it, it was just sad. It's just sad any way you slice it. I don't know how much longer they continue flogging each other. It's, it's, it is kind of ridiculous. I, I wish we could get through Iowa and New Hampshire. I haven't even had anybody on the air from Iowa or New Hampshire this year. And normally I do. And this year I'm just thinking it, it, it is such a foregone conclusion. Long, uh, big picture, long term. Why bother? Why waste time? You know what else is bombing in terms of sales? Not just the fruits gum. Uh, electric vehicles. Yeah, I'll give you a few details on that in just a couple of moments. Quick reminder, you want to get involved in the program? We'd love to have you. You uh, reach out via the Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Shoot me a text over there. We'll be very, very, very happy to share that on the air. 833-804-1140. That's the number for the Chronic Care of Richmond text line. If you're with me over on Facebook right now, hopefully you're watching the live cats, the Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, the Jeff Cat Show on Facebook, and over on X, Jeff Cat's Show, Jeff Cat's Show. I should mention to you because it is Friday, I just want to make this clear. What do I do on Fridays? I wear something red, or at least I try to. I, I make a valiant effort every week, and I am wearing a, a red sweatshirt today because red means, remember, everyone deployed. Started by a couple of Marine moms a few years ago. And just to make sure I, I had the uh, at least one piece of red, I luckily this sweatshirt came up in rotation. The uh, laundry fairy placed it in the proper location. But I've also got my red bracelet, my R-E-D bracelet from a pal, Emily Morrissey, down there in Midlothian at emilysbracelets.com. So I'm good on that. And because nothing says the weekend's almost here like Peppa Pig, I got my Peppa Pig hat on. So there you have it. It is Friday, 315. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Three twenty-two, Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is Friday, and we have made it. Congratulations, self high fives all the way around. Doctor Dave Brad is going to be with us at uh, three thirty-five. Absolutely looking forward to uh, chatting with him. Uh, I will warn you, it's not going to be any good news. <laughs> I don't, and I don't know why we've decided Friday is the perfect day for him. No, here, here's why I'm saying this. It's always bad news because he's honest and he's talking about the economy. And you know, as well as I do, as well as he does, that this goof in the White House has completely and totally scrooged the economy like six ways to Sunday. So, but he will be here. They they had to revise the unemployment numbers. Did you see that the other day? They did. They revised the unemployment numbers. Take a guess which, which way the revised unemployment numbers went. Do you think they were revised upward? Or do you think they were revised downward? That's right. Yes, that's right. Uh, they realized that the unemployment was actually much worse than they reported in the past. Do you think there's been any coverage? I'd love to tell you that I have been uh, standing by eagerly waiting for uh, the coverage to come from members of the legacy news media, but, uh, well, you know, it's not coming. It's not coming. 
it, it's going to be ignored the same way that all of the other screw-ups from this screw-up in the White House are ignored. So I feel compelled to share it with you. I'm just telling you the unemployment numbers were far worse than uh, have been reported throughout the year. A gentleman over here on the uh, Facebook Live cat says, uh, can you find out what's going on with the uh, deliveries with the post office? Hey, just the other day we got a Christmas card from a neighbor of ours in uh, Montpelier. They mailed it before Christmas. We just got it the other day. So I am not holding out hope that anything is going to change any time soon all right dave brack coming up next make sure that you are here for him jeff katz news radio wrva Three thirty-four. jeff katz news radio wrva it is friday yes yes we have made it congratulations self high fives all the way around about an hour from now, my uh, brother from another mother, Stan Andrews, he's going to be here. You find him during the week over at the Certified Auto Repair. But Saturday mornings, where do you find Stan? Right here. Yeah, absolutely. Hosting the uh, best weekend radio show anywhere in the garage. And uh, he'll be along in an hour, get an idea of what it is that uh, he's going to be addressing tomorrow morning, bright and early. Uh, Congressman Rob Whitman's going to be with us at 535. Uh, we just heard that uh, Speaker Mike Johnson is going along with some sort of a an economic package. And I, uh, what, what, what am I going to do, dig through all this and try and understand it? No. Dr. Dave Brad, who is like three of the most brilliant people that I've ever met, uh, longtime professor of economics, now the uh, assistant provost out at Liberty University. And he's not here on behalf of Liberty. I should make that clear. He's just here to offer his perspective. Uh, Brad Economics on Getters, where you find him. Dave, good afternoon, sir. Hey, great to be on, Jeff. Thanks much, brother. Oh, absolutely. The pleasure is always mine. Although, as I've warned everybody, every time we chat with you, people are, are looking for sharp objects and, and things to hurt themselves. Cause you, you never <laughs> I know. That's right? not my fault. No, okay. no. All right. So, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson says, hey, don't worry about it. We got this one kajillion dollar deal together. What is he really talking about? Nah, he's new in. He's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. And uh, unfortunately, uh, the package he's signaling is is a disaster, right? Back mm. When I was in Congress, the budget uh, was $5 trillion, and now it's $7 trillion. And, uh, you know, they're talking about, you know, the best package they've had in a decade. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's a truth teller, but un- unfortunately, the truth is we've, we've never had a budget agreement in 10 years. So to have the best one in 10 years, when you've never had one in 10 years is not saying a lot, right? So that's, that's a little humor. Uh, but yeah. all that to say the conference is not happy. Uh, he made promises uh, that he would stick to the appropriations, uh, you know, normal, normal process, do the 12 bills uh, and get some savings and shut down the border. And now none of that's happening. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of discontent again. And this does matter, right? This is not, People are, you know, discount this reality. This is just politics. Right. Uh, this is not just politics. For some reason, Mike is on the hot seat when the Senate hasn't produced one of 12 appropriations bills. Right. And yet the House is on the hot seat because the press uh, plays uh, political favorites and goes after only one party. Right. And as you said, all, all political views are just my own. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah. just saying, right? It's it's not a fair game. It's all tilted. Wow. Uh, Dave Brad is joining us. You should be following him over on Getter. Brad Economics is the uh, the handle over there. Brad Economics. Uh, there was an adjustment, Dave, this past week on unemployment figures. Apparently, and I guess this is like a rounding error, but uh, every single month in the last year, the Biden administration was wrong on the amount yeah. of jobs that were created. Do we have anybody competent working doing that, or is this just par for the course? Well, it, it's just all political, unfortunately, right? And what gets reported, what doesn't get reported is even worse, right? We're going to grow at 1.5% for the next 20 years. Uh, the unemployment rate, you can have that come out, but what they don't tell you is people working more than one job is at its all-time high, right? People are having to work two to three jobs to pay the bills, mm-hmm. right? And that part's always missed out. And then they don't tell you that part-time jobs grew and full-time jobs shrank at their fastest rate ever. And then they don't tell you that 25% of the new jobs are in the government sector, oh, right? And the government sector, you know, unlike your everybody listening to us that works for a living, yep. uh, if you make a bad business deal, you go bankrupt. That's the right. government never goes bankrupt. There's no scrutiny. There's no review. You just get more government spending year after year. And that's what causes, right, the government crowds out the private sector. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, history is replete with the evidence on it, right? The Soviet Union, the government got too big. Yep. Uh, now it doesn't exist anymore. China, uh, the government's getting too big, and it's cracking up. The United States, the government's getting too big. And hello, people. Do you care about your kids? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, time to make some decisions. It is time to make uh, some decisions. Uh, we're going to need some more information. And so here's what I have to ask you. And I, and I, I always ask this uh, of you because you understand this stuff. I'm looking at one of the charts you posted, and I, I'm thinking, man, I'm seeing my eye doctor because I can't make heads or tails. I'm looking for the big yeah. E in there. But, but you can actually... <laughs> Serious. But at least it's in different colors. It's it's nice to look at, but I don't good. know what yeah, it Yeah, I love means. the colors. Yeah, yeah. colors oh, are good. Fantastic stuff. But uh, <laughs> the the uh, the Fed's job is to, quote, stable prices. The chart is not stable. And I will tell you that even I can see that this is this is not the image right. of stability. Uh, right. Ex- you go all the way back in this to 1915. So explain to everybody, yep. for those who are not yet following you on Getter, Brad yeah. Economics, explain yep. what that, that chart's about. Yeah, well, here, here, you know, I've, I've kind of broken away from my libertarian brothers and sisters because they assume utopia, right? They assume yeah. we have free markets when we're trading with, uh, you know, countries like China yep. that are communist totalitarian states. So I got some issues now, but the, the libertarians are great on monetary policy. And so this is a graph about the Federal Reserve system mm-hmm. going back to, like you said, 1915, 1920, and it shows uh, that the Fed, the Federal Reserve, their their primary job is to have stable prices, meaning, you know, inflation running at zero forever and not ruining your life. And then, you know, on top of that, they added the mandate for low unemployment. Well, if you look at that chart, and everybody can go out to it, and it's it's toward the top of the stack now because I just posted it uh, this week. Uh, but you'll see anything but uh, stability. The stock market's going up and down like a yo-yo, way up and way down. And then underneath that, I got a chart that shows Schiller, who won the Nobel Prize in this kind of stuff at Yale. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it shows that the market, uh, you know, back in 08, the Fed printed too much money in 04 and 05. Right. And that money had to go somewhere. So you all remember it went into real estate 
uh, and that created a giant bubble that popped and left with a financial crisis. Well, go look right now. We're at similar levels. Uh, The Fed has printed way too much money. They kept interest rates at 0%. They created a bubble. And so now you'll you'll hear uh, folks like uh, Jamie Dimon at Mm -hmm. J.P. Morgan. He's starting to hint. Uh, that we got some serious problems, and he's not on, you know, probably my side of the political aisle either, right? He's right. a Fortune, Fortune ten yep. firm, right? Head of J.P. Morgan, one of the biggest banks out there. Uh, but he's starting to hint that we're going to have some credit problems coming up. Uh, it's, and it's just a matter of when we lose confidence, right? The government stepped in with two and a half trillion dollars of stimulus spending to keep this fake economy rolling. Uh, but it's going to fade, and when it does, boy, it's not going to be pretty this time. It's going to be just like 08, crash and burn, stock market comes down, the millionaires make off like bandits, the top 10% own 90% of the stocks and bonds, the top 10% own 90%, just to repeat, yeah. uh, the poor take it on the chops, small business takes it on the chops, they get upset, and there's probably a wave election coming up if that happens, just a wave going toward the populist direction. Wow. Dr. Dave Brat joining us. Uh, Brat Economics over on Getters, where you're going to uh, be able to follow Dave and uh, learn all about this. I, l- let me ask you something that's probably silly, and it used to be consigned to the uh, to the people that were crazy, right? Uh, you, you're going to need to wrap tinfoil around your head to ask a question like this. <laughs> right. but, but Dave, wasn't there a time that these little pieces of paper we carry were tied to, I don't know, silver or gold, yeah. a finite yeah. amount, so you kind of yeah. knew? I mean, what happened to that? Yeah, well, we used to have this thing called virtue in our society. The kids <laughs> yeah. can read about this thing called virtue in the history books because it's hard to find anymore. If you find any books in the public schools with the word virtue in it, you know, please yep. email me. That's right. Uh, so that's a little dry humor for you, but yeah. I, unfortunately, I think it's true. Yeah. And so, yeah, in the past, uh, the Federal Reserve, you know, was tied to gold until 1971. And then they went off the gold standard. And, and you know, that's lovely if you can be tied to gold because then you cannot cheat, period. Mm-hmm. And so then you're hoping, okay, well, your political leaders and the elites, right, and the leftists, Woodrow Wilson had all these elites at Princeton and trying to set up the world based on elite rules so that the uh, executive branch could run your lives. Right. But it turns out the elites are just taking care of their own. Yeah. Right. So yeah. th- now they've created this boom bust cycle that we just got done talking about. Mm-hmm. And it is very hard to go back onto gold. So I don't want to make it sound like there's some simple uh, position, okay. Okay. but if you had discipline, right, if you followed the Taylor rule out of Stanford, John Taylor, he followed Milton Friedman. Okay. Uh, we'd basically be in a much better uh, place. And Congress, by the way, is over, has oversight over the Federal Reserve. So the, the, the awful economy they've created for us for the past 30 years, and you'll see charts underneath there, right? For, mm-hmm. uh, for, for 30 years prior to 1971, when we went off the gold standard, you'll see our productivity was growing at 4%. Wow. After 1971... We're growing at one and a half percent. Just saying. Yeah. And also, after we broke away from the gold standard, you'll see a decoupling of productivity from wage rates. Productivity is the wage rate, right? The amount of stuff you make per hour mm-hmm. is what you should get paid if the system is fair. Right. Uh, but when productivity goes up and worker wages stay flat as a pancake, mm-hmm. that's a sign the rich are stealing from the poor. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, this is, you know, uh, this is not Marxism, right? Because I don't want the rule by communist diktats. Mm-hmm. I want the American people to just weigh in with Judeo-Christian morality and say, let's restore a fair system under a democracy. We don't want a bunch of communists ruling over us. That's not what it takes to have a fair society. In fact, that will produce a tyranny and ruin. That's right. It's much better to have everybody involved in a fair system. And so that's, we all got to get back to some fairness in this economics uh, before the leftists and the globalists take over. Now, Dave, you're at Liberty University. You are surrounded, yep. I'd like to think, by some of the uh, the best and the brightest. Yep. As, as you you yep. talk to the students there, you interact yep. with professors. Do you have hope coming from that group that there there are people there certainly imbued with virtue who understand values? Are they going to position themselves in the political arena to make the sorts of changes that that you say need to be made? Yeah, well, I'm in a you know I'm in the middle of uh, you know the, the the best of all possible worlds here. The kids have a biblical worldview. Yep. We uh, we were just talking today, right? Yeah, Moses, for example. If you talk to most young people, and even some Christian kids these days have been, mm-hmm. you know, taken over by the modern culture, and these Ten Commandments, they say, well, that's nice if you believe in those, and I believe in them, but, you know, you don't. Well, no, the, the point is, if there's a God and there's Ten Commandments, they apply to everybody, universally, right. period. Yeah, yeah. Right, and this is, the, this is kind of the break, that uh, yes. now the minority uh, view is taking over the majority view. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the middle of a great uh, group of students uh, that got faith and morals, and they, they, they volunteer to help everybody in society. It's a great place to be. Uh, but as you've seen, like a, the Wall Street Journal poll about eight months ago, religiosity uh, and patriotism are down 30 points in the past five years. That's a yes. drastic fall off. So, yes, our kids are going to go out and, and, and do their uh, duty as Christian citizens and work in the public square as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the rest of the uh, republic uh, doesn't want to engage in, in protecting the institutions that made us great, and they're, they're, not, they're, they're not based on religious claims, right? The rule right. of law That's right. uh, is not based on the, 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 the type of religion you're engaged in. Our founders mm-hmm. were geniuses that way. They gave yes. us a republic that was fair to all, the, the, yes. the human rights from God. Yep. Uh, the, the, we, we, we made sure to protect the rights of minorities above anything. That's right. Uh, so we That's did right. that, and we've got a great track record, better than any country, but now a, a very small minority uh, factions are claiming that they want to dictate the, the school books for the majority. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know where in the world, uh, in, in, in the history of thought, that that's ever been applied successfully. That will cause a societal breakdown. Well, Dave, I, I think it was Vivek Ramaswamy used the phrase, it's the tyranny of the minority now. Yeah, and, and it, yeah, it, that, it, he is it, a smart guy. Yeah, he sure is. I mean, it's just it's horrible what's going on. I mean, I I, I look at the students uh, at Liberty, and then as you know, my Harry, you know Harry well. I mean, there he is. He's yeah. in the belly of the beast at Stanford, and I don't know what yeah. uh, what, yeah. what what comes out of that. Have you guys got a law school at Liberty? Yep, we got a law school, and Stanford's got the Hoover Institute and a couple sane people, Victor Davis Hanson. They got a few good ones, but you're right. The uh, the richer they are, the more off base they get somehow. I'm telling you, it's tough. I, I every time I visited the campus, I mean, you go to the Hoover Institution and and you yeah, see it, yeah. and it's beautiful, and there's Hoover yeah. Tower and the rest of it, and then you look around and go, uh, I guess today's an off day because <laughs> right. it's some, there's some widespread craziness. Uh, 
Dave, I always appreciate you being here. I'm so thrilled that you have agreed to come back uh, on a weekly basis. It's just so uh, it's so important for people to understand the reality of this. I remind everybody, Brat Economics on Getter is the place to follow you. Every day you've got something there, Brat Economics. Dave, I thank you again and uh, wish you nothing but a blessed weekend, my friend. All right, brother. God bless everybody. Take care. Have a great weekend, Jeff. Thank you, brother. Thank, thank you, brother. That is Dave Bratt, a former member of Congress. He's the assistant provost out at Liberty University now. Uh, well, yeah, look, Harry's destined for law school. He's been, I've described him as our little litigator since he was about two years old. I'm, I'm just trying to convince him that uh, Harvard and Yale, they've had enough people go there. He should uh, take a look at Liberty. Maybe I can get Dave Bratt to make him a phone call. It is Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. Yeah, good luck with that. Although I must tell you, I, uh, Heidi and I won fourteen dollars in the lottery the other day. We have uh, we we just decided that we would uh, buy the some of the uh, the tickets. Well, you know, Mega Millions and uh, Powerball and all. It's like, look, I'm not putting the mortgage payment there. I'll tell you that. And we're not spending the kids' college fund or what have you. But we're at a position where we can put ten, twenty dollars here and there, and 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 buy a couple of tickets just because it's fun. And I've got it set up so that we can get an alert online. And the Virginia Lottery happy to notify me a couple of weeks ago. We won. $30, and then just the other day, we won $14. So we are up 44 bucks, baby. That's big money right there. I'm, I'm very happy to report that. Heidi was very concerned about something I posted on uh, Facebook earlier today. And I'm going to dive into it in the uh, 4 o'clock hour. But uh, she, she was just really, 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 really concerned uh, about a conflict that she was sure we must have been having. Because I will do that. I know I shouldn't, but I do. You know, if something's going on, and I was like, well, I, 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 I can't talk about that with somebody that will really listen. Right, because then there'll be trouble. So, I, I was revisiting that uh, the Serenity Prayer. Remember that, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things that uh, I cannot change, the courage to change things I can. You remember that, right? I mean, it, it, it's really good advice, but it always gets put in that category of well, that's for people who are, and then people pick something. And I thought, no, it really isn't. It can apply in every single segment of your life, personal as well as professional. And I was just kind of analyzing that a little bit and sharing a little bit online. And Heidi came home from her PT. She said, okay, what decorating issue are we arguing about now? Uh, I'll explain in the uh, 4 o'clock hour. I promise you. I promise you. I will. I really, honest to goodness, will. In the meantime, visit uh, The Jeff Katz Show on Facebook, Jeff Katz Show on X. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Fives all the way around. There we go. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Just coming back from getting Julia Katz off the bus. She's safe and sound. <sighs> okay. Deep breath. I, you know what I'll do, actually, now that I think about it. 
this is a Frank Costanza moment, isn't it? Isn't this serenity now? Yeah, it is. And that's what I was talking about this morning. It's so weird. So I, I don't know what, what, what your uh, social media following habits are. If you're not following me over on uh, Facebook, then you're missing a lot of this. But you really... Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. should pay attention you really should uh there are a couple of different places that you can do it my uh, my favorite for topics for issues for political things is always the jeff cat show on facebook but if you look for radio cats it's always a great 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 insight into uh, eh, some other things that's where i put the story about the fruit flavored gum because it's, it's just part of it and this morning i was just in one of those moods not a bad mood i, I don't mean to, to let you think that it was a bad mood it really wasn't it was a good mood but it was a, it was a uh, i'd like to say it's a thoughtful mood i happen to be a big believer in the power of the mind I happen to look at the mind as a a source of really, really untapped energy and resources. And I like to help as many people as possible. I really do. So I I start each day now. I'm doing the, uh, the whole meditation thing. Remember, uh, Mike Love was on a couple of months back from the Beach Boys. Super cool guy. I thought he was a super cool guy. I know there are people out there that, uh, for some reason, don't like Mike Love. And I, I don't know. I, I leave that, again, I leave it to Heidi. She's our, our musical director in the house, as well as the IT director. So I, I, I don't know details on it, and I'm okay with that. But as a person, he was super nice to me. And uh, we were talking about any number of things on the air. And then when he invited me to go up to Doswell, Meadow Event Park, to hang out with him before the show, we were talking about a lot of things. It was, it was, it was a lot about meditation. And he has been a practitioner of transcendental meditation for, what, like 50 years? He says, I'm telling you, it, it works. You, you have to give it time. You've really got to get into it. I said, okay. So I, I actually reached out to the uh, TM Center in our area in Central Virginia. And I said, all right, well, let me, let, me, let me give this a try. What the heck? I'm always looking to expand my mind. I'm always looking to learn more. I'm always I'm, I'm looking for a little, uh, a little calm when there are rough waters and stuff like that. So that's how I try and begin the day each day now. And I think it's it's doing well, but it's also forced me to look at a lot of different things and analyze a lot of different things and think about a lot of different things. And and just for the record, the meditation, at least for me, doesn't take the place of, uh, of prayer or anything like that. It's just sort of an add-on, just little something I've decided to add on 23 minutes in the morning, 23 minutes in the evening. And um, I, I'm trying to get much more... 
I don't know, focused, I suppose, on doing that because I'm still in that stage where, eh, I may miss it. I'd like to get to the stage where it's like, yeah, I, I, I can't miss this. This is really important, and I, I, I've got to make sure that I do that. So this morning, after doing that, I'm sitting around, Heidi's at PT, I got Julia on the bus, and I thought, okay, well, we've you know, we got the show to get ready for. This is work. This is what I do for work. Uh, it's, it's, it's different than, than other things, I know, but it is work, believe it or not. And I put some stuff together for work, and then I'm looking at a few other things, and I'm, I'm thinking about some things that have happened. And so I just, for whatever reason, was just sort of drawn to that whole serenity prayer. And I thought, man, that is, it really is sage advice. Can it work in the real world? That's the question I always like to ask when I, when I hear something like that. Can that work in the real world? Is, is, it, is it just sort of ethereal? Is it just one of those things that some people throw out there because it, it feels good or it gives them an out or it gives them an in? I thought, no, it's absolutely applicable. It, it's really, in many ways, the, the old maxim of, of, of pick your battles. And I just felt compelled. I did a little writing on it. And so I shared that on Facebook in a couple of different places. Now, it was really designed for the uh, the coaching with cats thing on Facebook. That's where I do most of that sort of stuff. And I, I talk about, well, that sort of stuff, okay? It, it's not really work stuff. But long story short, I shared it on, on a couple of the different Facebook pages. And Heidi was reading one. And one of the things I talked about was in, in your personal life, you've got to pick your battles, right? So if you're like me, no offense to anybody, I just don't really care what the drapes look like. I don't. And for me, the battle about drapes or color would not be worth it. So I pick my battles. It's a great lesson for any one of us who's been married for any period of time. You pick your battles. And I was talking about things in the professional realm as well. Your boss makes a decision that you know is wrong. Right? You know it's wrong because you've got more experience, you've got more uh, insight, you've got more awareness of whatever your industry is, your business, you've been doing it longer than your boss has. And you know, huh, that's, that's the wrong decision. What do you do? And you've got to pick your boundaries. Well, you know what? Not my decision to make, is it? That's That was my response. And so I, I just sort of throw, threw that all out there this morning. <laughs> so it should be a poor Heidi came. I'm like, all right, tell me what it is. What, what, what are we arguing about in the, in the decorating world? And I said, sweetheart, I promise you, not arguing about anything. And then I thought, even if we were, I wouldn't say anything. All right, the uh, text line, the Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Jeff, just heard your comment about uh, Richmond spending that money on a lot in a building. It's amazing they can't even get their schools accredited, but let's spend more money elsewhere. Uh, so glad that Stoney is leaving. Hope they get someone in there that can actually do the job. Yeah, I well, number one, I seriously doubt that anybody who is elected mayor of the city of Richmond is really going to be focused on doing the job. Sad to say that. I don't I, I don't know who the replacement will be. And it wasn't the city of Richmond. It was Virginia Public Media. That's NPR PBS. 
and they are spending millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars on buildings and offices. So I'm, I'm just reminding you, you've got to buy some extra umbrellas and taupe bags the next time they do one of their begathons, because I guess uh, the tax money they're getting just uh, is being used for building. Uh, Jeff from uh, Rick and Gloucester. Jeff, speaking of knowing where my tax dollars are, UNWRA is not where it should be. No, I agree with you. That's the, uh, the group of Jew haters in the Middle East that the United Nations uh, deploys. Hmm. Yep. Uh, Jeff, 804, asks, how come we're going to the ABC News and we no longer have local news? Don't know. Have no idea. Have no idea. Uh, Jeff, heard your fill-ins for Glenn Beck before the new year. It was great. Hope Emily's bracelet sold out uh, after uh, that national appearance. Love the show, Todd and Tuckahoe. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Love your show as well. And, uh, yes, Emily's bracelets did very, very well. Every year uh, the audience steps up and helps out Emily's bracelets. Uh, Jeff, everybody needs to get on the phone, call that congressman, call call their congressmen and senators. We do not need this deal that the new speaker just passed. It's crazy. We need uh, folks on the border to close it down. We don't need to be spending money for uh, Biden and the people bribing him in Ukraine. Yep. Uh, Smelvis says, Jeff, thank you for repeating that text number. Doing great as usual. Thank you, Smelvis. Uh, that is, uh, by the way, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140, the Chronic Care of Richmond text line. Jeff, please see Krista Motley's work. I don't know who this is, who every single day, eight times a day says, I've seen the work. Love to chat more. Have her contact me. That's all. There we go. Please stop with the texts on that already. I think I'm the only one who reads the texts. I'm not entirely sure, but I think I am. So, honest to goodness, it's like 8, 10, 12, 1,000 times a day. It's exactly the same text. And it's very interesting. And it's over on Town Hall, right? Yes. If, if she's interested in, in perhaps discussing it, have her reach out to me. There's nothing more that I can do. But, but thank you for texting on the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140. And, and, and by utilizing this message, I'm hoping you understand, I got all your texts. Now, let's move on. Coming up at uh, 435, my brother from another mother, Stan Andruski, is going to be here. We will talk about his program tomorrow morning. Yep. 8 uh, a.m. Oh, that's early, isn't it? But it, he'll be here in the garage with Stan Andruski. And then at 535, Congressman Rob Whitman is going to be along. You'll definitely want to make sure that you are listening to that all right uh let me see here yeah there we go uh it is 415 jeff katz news radio wrva news radio wrva 421 jeff katz news radio wrva it is friday yep we have made it congratulations self high fives all the way around In case you didn't know, the folks in D.C. are not really always looking out for us. There's apparently a deal that the uh, Republicans in the Senate have cut on the issue of the border. Well, you and I would like to think that they will hold the line, that we will will secure our border because, you know, we're a country, we're a nation. And you can't have a nation if you don't have borders. Well, you and I would be wrong. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, what the uh, Senate Republicans are offering is an increase in the number of green cards issued. Why? Got me. But they would increase them by 50,000 per year. 
They will now provide work permits for adult children of people who have an H-1B visa. Immediate work person uh, permits, rather, to every illegal alien released from custody. Let that sink in for a second, gang. Senate Republicans apparently poised to go along with the idea of providing every illegal alien that's invaded the United States with a work permit. Bet you that's going to do wonders for uh, wages. Wow. Taxpayer-funded lawyers, and it just goes on and on. I, I Honest to God, I, I just can't read it anymore because my, uh, my, my hair is going to hurt. Uh, I don't know if you watch CNBC at all. CNBC is one of the good guys, sort of, kind of. Uh, Rick Santelli's over there. He's a uh, he's an economic guy, and he points out that it now takes a dollar nineteen to buy what one dollar bought before the COVID situation. Wow, so that's that's nineteen percent inflation, if you want to use that term. It's it's a loss of nineteen percent in purchasing power. If you'd rather use that phrase, I don't care which one you use. But uh, I'm just telling you that you just cannot get what you used to be able to get. You know, there, uh, there are some folks in, uh, in positions of power who, well, they're crazy. And they're stupid. And they're, they're stupidly crazy. But uh, I want you to take a listen. This is, uh, what's her name, Pramal Jayapal. It's not the one you think it is. Uh, just take a listen to member of Congress Jayapal, cut number three. Well, I appreciate the passion from my friend across the aisle and the outrage. I think we're all outraged about many things. But if we're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened, let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Uh, and <laughs> Maybe that, too. <laughs> yeah, you could talk about that, too, I guess. Maybe we should talk about that, too. The president incited an insurrection. Is that what he did? Cut number four. President Trump incited an erection. Well, I don't know if that is a federal crime. I have looked. I mean, I I have. I've been just trying to find out if that is, uh, in fact, a legal issue or not. I'm not an attorney, and I'm not even pretending to play one on the radio. What would be the site on that cut number four? President Trump incited an erection. All right. Well, I will I will get our official attorney on board and uh, see if we uh, you know can figure out if that's a crime. I mean, I know he did not incite an insurrection, whether he did the the, the other thing there or not. Uh, what do I know? Uh, while you're uh, sort of mopping up the coffee you just spit out of your mouth, do me a favor. Check out the Special Olympics of Virginia page. My friend Sheriff Carl Leonard is doing everything possible to raise a bunch of money, and he's making good progress. Remember the deal. If he raises $10,000, he's getting the Special Olympics logo tattooed on his body. He's going to do it live on a Facebook Live broadcast. It'll be out at uh, Journey's End Tattoo Studio in uh, Powhatan, thanks to Mike Ivey. And if we raise $15,000, guess who's going to join Carl Leonard in that little exercise? That's right. I will get inked. So if you'd like to make that happen or you just like to watch it happen, go and look for the uh, Carl Leonard page on the Special Olympics of Virginia fundraising site. Carl's going to be with us next week with an update on the money that he has raised. He's getting close. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. 
434, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Okay, so uh, I know we heard that little thing a couple of moments ago about um, going to the website to offer some feedback. Uh, I cannot tell you where it is. I, I got a couple of notes going, hey, how do we do that? And I, I went to the website. I don't see that there, but I promise I will ask. Germ, can you look into that for us, please? See if you can find uh, where people are supposed to go to offer this uh, feedback. Uh, I, I don't see it there, and others apparently are not seeing it either, but uh, that does not mean it's not there. Okay. All of that being said, I will remind you that coming up at 535, Congressman Rob Whitman is going to be here. Uh, they are in the middle, it would seem, of talking about more economic issues in the House. How much are we going to spend before somebody gets held to account for what's being wasted? That would be my question. All right. Again, I'm not a member of Congress. I'm just a little old guy over here trying to make his way in the world, give his kids uh, something resembling a, a decent life and make sure we're all living inside and get to eat every day. So pretty basic stuff. Uh, but Rob Whitman knows a little bit more. He'll be with us at 535 Tuesday because we're going to be off on Martin Luther King Day. But uh, Tuesday... We will uh, return if everything goes uh, according to uh, God's plan. And uh, Attorney General Jason Biaris will be here to talk about a lot of stuff. Tomorrow morning, first thing in the morning, 8 a.m., the best weekend radio show anywhere. And that is In the Garage with Stan Andruski, uh, my brother from another mother. Stan, who during the week is found at Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the lakeside section of Henrico. Gets up early, does this great show on Saturday mornings and Friday afternoons. We're so happy, so fortunate. He drops by to give us a little sneak peek. Stan, good afternoon, sir. It's Stan. Good afternoon, Jeff Katz. Oh, there, <laughs> there he is. All right, good afternoon. This, that was an old person error. I had my mute button on because I had to clear my throat to get my best Jeff Katz radio voice. Come on, somebody. <laughs> okay, I see how. All right, all right. So the mute button, man. Well, but you're you look. You are a technically inclined guy, so so you know what the mute button is, where it is. You just you just forgot to turn I'm it off. Old, you get old. I'm going to be forty eight next month. Oh, when you stop. get old, how many out there know? Yeah. No matter how technical you are, you know, you might sometimes forget what you just did. <laughs> yeah, well, true, true. 48, you say, and you think that's old. All right, uh, come Ooh. sit down. You come Boy. sit down with me. I'll explain to you young whippersnappers just uh, how how good you got it you at know, 48. When I was talking to Moses back before the wheel was invented, <laughs> I thought I might be in a position like this one day. So... Man, the show, this is going to be exciting. Uh, yeah. So we started talking last week about some maintenance, you know, how important mm -hmm. maintenance is. Um, it really seems to be uh, pretty popular with our listeners. We got a lot of questions last week, um, and I got direct messages. I get emails. Um, I think you got some, but we're going to talk more yep. about why this maintenance is so important. And realistically, uh, what you could wait on, what you should do, and how long you could really get away with it if you were just pushing the limits. Um, a lot of people are asking, you know, well, what if I'm not sure if I'm going to keep my car till, you know, 300,000 miles? Because we said this, you know, yeah. 100,000 100, 100, 100, miles is not what it used to be, even though the industry, like insurance companies, warranty companies, they still try to act like it's 1975 and 100,000 miles is a lot for a car. It's yeah. just not anymore. I mean, we mm -hmm. drive cars that are 100,000 that look like they were built yesterday. So, that's right. uh, you know, 200, 250, that's the new 100K. Uh, that's the truth. I don't know why the industry doesn't want to catch up normally because they try to find ways to not cover you on these warranties and that's an easy way to do it. So 
just like that, we'll talk about the maintenance. Oh, hey, by the way, something else that's really cool. Um, you know that we are big uh, at Certified about trying to be involved with the community, trying to get technicians uh, to come over who are the best technicians ever, right? right. We want to keep yes. continuing there. Talk about Tech Fix Academy and the stuff that we're putting them through and start help start up. Um, the other cool thing is I really believe that with everything that's going on through COVID and, and all of the public school systems right now with, you know, the last election, I'm not trying to get too political, but they were basically telling us the schools and government knew better for our kids. So yep. this is getting more and more common, right? So really cool thing that's about to happen. You know, I'm, I'm involved, mm-hmm. uh, highly involved with Heights Church. Uh, yep. We are in a process of building a uh, relatively larger church, uh, 1,500 uh, seats in there, reach more souls, help more people. We have a grocery store over there open on Saturday mornings to help out. The next thing that we are doing is we are right now enrolling for the new Heights Academy. It is going to be a Christian academy uh, for kids who are interested in that area. Heights is over off of uh, Ridgefield Parkway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, um, um, and Gaten, so it's right yep. on the corner over there. You can't miss it. There's a big, giant American flag. Pastor, Pastor Josh was a Marine, so we're putting a big, giant American flag over there uh, with construction. But that's where it's going to be, um, and enrollment has started now. Katie Whiting's heading it up, uh, and if you go to – I'm going to give you the link in a minute. Yeah, the best way to get there, if you're interested, uh, is going to be HeightsAcademyVA.com. HeightsAcademyVA.com. Um, and they'll have all the information you need, questionnaires. If you have any questions, you can go over the site. Look, I believe in teaching our kids young uh, and, and getting back to just, you know, some sort of good values in this country. We've got to get back. It's When I talk, when I hear all this about, well, when was America great and all this stuff, it was when we had values, not mm-hmm. when we, if it feels good, do it. That's If it was that easy, life would be simple. It's not, and it's not good for you if it feels good easy. What's good for you is having values sticking to them and achieving things in life. So super stoked about Heights Academy. If you have kids, if you're a teacher that's not happy and you're looking maybe to have a, to teach students, uh, mm-hmm. reach out to Heights Academy. It's awesome. Super excited. I know it doesn't have a lot to do with car repair, but there are future mechanics in here and uh, we want to make sure they're taught right. Absolutely. Hey, hey, Stan, do, no, do me a favor, man. G- give that uh, website address one more time, would you? So it's HeightsAcademyVA.com, www.HeightsAcademyVA.com. All right. Well, fantastic. Uh, I, I want more people to know about that. Maybe we can talk a little bit more about it uh, tomorrow. We, we, You know, we were talking earlier, Stan, and it really does tie in. We're talking with Dr. Dave Bratt, former congressman, college professor, uh, dean, provost. And he said, show me, uh, show me a textbook that's being used in the public schools that uh, still addresses, still talks about virtue or, or standards or, or beliefs and, and humbleness, as, kindness. Yeah. They're honesty, just, it's just not integrity. There. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing with history. You know, you take away the history books and you try to change what actually happened and yep. therefore you can get the same type of thing to happen. Yeah. You know, we have to be very careful. You and I talk about this a lot. Racism's racism out there. It's still there. It's not half as bad as it was. We're, we've come a long, long way in this country. But mm-hmm. make no mistake, it exists in all nationalities and all color. Just because you're black or white doesn't mean that you can't have racism. On It doesn't matter what color you are. If you're being judged based off of your race, that's racism. Yep. If you're being denied a job because you're black, that's racism. Or if you're white, that's racism. So we need to just be very sure that we understand our history and our values. And so 100%, Jeff, I'm with you. If yeah. anybody disagrees with that, I would just I would just encourage them to pray or to like check themselves and go do some research because there you, you might be 
if, yeah. if you, we think we don't have a problem, how many know we might be the problem? That's right. right? That's so, right. Uh, but anyway, so really cool. And we're doing this because don't forget, most mechanics and about 50 to 60% of our population is actually better at fixing things and doing tests by hand rather mm-hmm. than written tests. Yeah. And we have so many places still that do written tests for mechanics, for electricians, for people that work with their hands. And it's a big mistake. You're losing good people. Yeah. Um, so that's why this is so important. It's how it's, how it's related uh, to auto repair and how your car is going to get fixed. And to get, it's related on the most basic terms of getting our kids good uh, education early on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, great stuff. Well, I, I listen, I'm, I'm thrilled. You know, Pastor Josh is, uh, as you know, just a good, solid guy. What uh, what he's done with Heights Church is, is incredible. And we may or may not uh, touch on it tomorrow, Stan. Uh, one of the big car rental companies just got rid of a whole slew of electric vehicles, and they're going out to buy, you know, real cars because nobody wants to rent those EVs either. Well, I mean, again, people think we hate EVs. We get so much hate. We don't. If you want to buy one, go buy one. Yeah. If they want to keep building them, keep building them. I just want to be able to buy a Yukon if I want it. And if you want to throw a battery under that yeah. Yukon for me, uh, and I get 50 or 60 miles to the gallon so I can go seven, 800 miles on a tank instead of five, Yep, I'm all good with it. Yeah. Um, but we're not having an honest conversation, and that's the problem. And what you're seeing is the entire global market rejecting it now. That's and it's exactly only going right. to get, you know, I can see a day where there is a cash for clunkers electric cars. I can. Yeah. It's a big oh. mistake. It was a big mistake when we did it the first time. But I can see a day where the government actually goes the other way and starts trying to get that back. They're horrible for the environment. Absolutely. So, All right. Well, Stan, take a breath. Uh, you don't have to put yourself on mute, but tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., make sure you're <laughs> definitely not muted because uh, you and I have to spend some time in the garage. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Thanks, Jeff. All right, my friend, that is uh, Stan Andruski. During the week, you'll find him at Certified Auto Repair, 8401 Oakview Avenue in the Lakeside section of Henrico. And every Saturday morning, the best weekend radio show anywhere on God's green earth is In the Garage with Stan Andruski airing right here. News Radio WRBA. It is 443 Jeff Katz, News Radio WRBA. It is uh, 4.52. It's a Friday. We have made it. No, we did. Congratulations. Self-fives all the way around. Coming up at uh, 5.35. Congressman Rob Whitman's going to be here. I sometimes just cannot make heads or tails out of uh, what's going on in, uh, in Congress and the Senate and D.C. in general. And uh, hopefully Rob is going to be able to uh, shed some light on that. So <laughs> a nice text here i got to share with you. This is uh, coming in over the uh, Chronic Care of Richmond text line, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. Mark in South Hill says, Jeff, I just want to thank Nikki Haley for contributing to my energy needs. I am using her glossy mail flyers to light my wood stove. We love you, and we missed you the past few days. Thank you, Mark. I, I, I missed you all as well. Uh, a couple of uh, doctor's appointments, and uh, not to uh, belabor the point, but uh, I, since I uh, fell at the radio factory, it's, it's that's also like four years ago now, 
I, I have this, uh, I got a back issue, nerve issue, spine issue, I don't know, call it what it is, but permanently partially disabled is the official term. And what it means is I get to go to the doctor uh, every month for the rest of my life to deal with it. And ordinarily, I am able to make those appointments in the morning. That's what I try to do. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this this month, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because it's the new year or something like that, um, wasn't able to do that. So hopefully that's it. Uh, next week, I get to go to uh, a doctor, get, to get the other half of the stitches out for something in the back. <laughs> Can I tell you? I mean, I don't look at my back. Maybe if I looked at my back more, I go, ooh, wow, there are a lot of scars back there. That does not look good. But it does not appear as if it's really, it's really bothering anybody else who might actually look at my back. I, I could have Joe Biden look at my back. I don't think he would care one way or the other, but he might have something nifty to say. Because he's, he's given Lloyd Austin uh, apparently uh, a pass. Like I informed everybody I was supposed to inform that I would not be here for those two days because of doctor's appointments, right? We've got this uh, this calendar system that sometimes works, sometimes doesn't work, but um, but I did what I was supposed to do. So, okay, I, I did what I was supposed to do. Lloyd Austin either did notify the president and the president forgot, and this is all to cover up just how uh, addle-minded Joe Biden is, or... Uh, Lloyd Austin, the uh, Secretary of Defense, did not notify the president, which is a real problem. Is there a process? You betcha. And one of the things that has come out is that Lloyd Austin notified his number one deputy secretary of defense. But she was in Puerto Rico sitting on a beach and she didn't even bother coming back to D.C., and those apparently, according to the way this is playing out, those were the only two people that had any idea what was going on. God. I mean, that, that's, just, that's just no way to run something, is it? It's a little bizarre, if you ask me. I mean, if you're not going to show up for your work shift, I don't care what you do, from the, uh, the guy who's running the company to the guy who is sweeping up the floors, right? Don't you have to let people know you will or will not be there? It's just the way this whole thing works. So I, I am troubled by the Austin situation. But I do ask, I haven't heard anybody ask this except for me, are they covering up a bigger issue, which is that Joe Biden knew, but he forgot? Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Just inside, getting our uh, dinner plans together. I got some leftover brisket, not letting anybody touch it. It's almost like a military operation. Oh, by the way, it's Friday. Yes, we have made it. Congratulations. Self high fives all the way around. Half hour from now, Congressman Rob Whitman's going to be along. Represents the uh, first district in our beloved Commonwealth. Great guy. I don't know, honest to goodness, exactly what's going on in D.C. I hear this bad stuff coming from Republicans in the U.S. Senate, and I just think, are you kidding me? I, I thought you were the good guys. And, and that is the problem that, that I think is, is, is impacting a lot of things in D.C. These Senate Republicans who, quite frankly, man, they love those cufflinks.
They were, I, now, by the way, I love cufflinks as well. I don't have nearly enough French cuff shirts. Those are the shirts that allow you to wear cufflinks. I do. I love them. And I, 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 I would wear them every single solitary day if I could. I've got a couple that I really, really am fond of. But uh, given that I'm wearing a, a red sweatshirt today as, a, as opposed to a white shirt, sweatshirt yesterday, I, but the guys in the Senate, they love them. And you know what that means? It means, well, I don't want to rock the boat too much. I, you know, I got this good gig. It's a six, six-year contract. Try and get that in the dreaded private sector. Seriously. Going to your boss and say, well, you know what? I'll, I'll do this job, whatever it is. Uh, I want a six-year guarantee. I don't know anybody's going to give it to you. I don't know any profession that gets something like that. House of Representatives, every two years your deal is up. I think that's, that's a little bit closer to the real world, isn't it? So these guys in the Senate are just so far removed from everything. And they like going to the, to the right parties, and they like being with the, the right people. And for them, it's not about Democrat or Republican. It's about, did I see you at so-and-so's house in Georgetown? Oh, yeah, well, all right. Yeah, just come sit over here. Tell me what you want. And I don't like that. But I don't know. I'll get a little insight, I hope, from Rob Whitman. Polling numbers that are coming in that are just absolutely amazing. If you were one of the two people who watched the Nikki Haley-Ron uh, DeSantis debate, congratulations. Well, I guess that would be four, because it would be you, Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis. Oh, it would be five, and whoever the questioner was from CNN. But that was it. Nobody paid attention to that. Why? Because there was nothing there. Who cares? I told you, I, I just I can't waste my time on junk like this anymore. I just can't. It's clear to everyone that former President Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. Okay. All right. I mean, we go, let's have the primaries. Let's have the caucus. Do whatever you want. But please, stop beating the hell out of each other and start focusing on the fact that this, this degenerate in the White House is ruining our country. And, and, and you folks have got to get your act together and unify a little bit. So the polling, these are left-wing polls from a, an organization it's called Interactive Polls. It's a left-wing polling organization. Wisconsin, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, North Carolina, and Arizona. The left-wing polling organization shows former President Trump leading current President uh, Joe Biden in each of those states, and it's all outside the margin of error. Wow. That's huge. Did you hear about it in the news? Of course not. Did you see Team USA proudly singing the national anthem after their junior hockey championship win? No. No, because ESPN decided it wasn't important to show it. These young guys laced arms and they sang the national anthem after they won the 2024 International Ice Hockey Federation World Junior Championships last week absolutely obliterated Sweden. 6-2. Did you see it on CNN? Nope. You had to watch it on TSN, Total Sports Network out of Canada. The Canadians cared more about the patriotic young Americans than ESPN did. Isn't that appalling? I mean, I was inspired as I watched these young guys singing the national anthem. I thought, man, there is hope for us. Bidenomics, is that going to come up in discussion? You bet. We're, look, we're, we're, we're what? 11 months away from electing a new president? The next 11 months, you know, there's going to be a lot of attention paid to all of these issues. It's not going to be exclusive, but it is what it is, gang. 
And the issue of the economy has to be a huge issue for anybody who's really paying attention. If you are a leftist, if you are a Democrat, if you are a, a Bidenista, then you're going to stay as far away from the economy as is humanly possible because your guy broke the freaking economy and turned us from an energy exporter into a beggar nation. He has weakened us all over the world. And real people, every single solitary day, get up and they look in their wallet and they realize that whatever money they have is worth less than it was a couple of years ago. Rick Santelli over on CNBC said 19% less value. It now takes $1.19 to purchase what you could buy during the Trump time in office for a dollar. 19%. Rasmussen poll says 45% of Americans say they're worse off economically now than they were even a year ago. Only 23% say that they're better off. You know who those 23% are? Uh, those are members of uh, La Josa Nostra, the, uh, the Biden unorganized crime family. No updates on the Iowa school shooting, by the way. Why? Because the school shooter was apparently a transgender young man. So we don't want to... Uh, pay any attention to that apparently that's just going to uh, to go away nobody will know about it anymore i told you about this uh, border deal that the republicans in the u.s senate are apparently willing with it's outrageous just absolutely outrageous and just when you thought man this is all negative jeff let me pay uh, attention to a great story it's over on cbs6 and i do have it posted on the jeff Katz show on uh, Facebook, the Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. I think I shared it over on X as well, Jeff Cat Show. Uh, there is a Republican sheriff, Carl Leonard, and a Democrat member of the House of Delegates, Mike Jones, and it looks like they're going to be working together, which is fantastic, to get more hospital beds at the uh, the state psych facility serving Central Virginia, Central State Hospital. You would not believe how you and your county are going bankrupt as a result of the lack of bed space. You don't even know about it for the most part. I, Sheriff Leonard has been with us. Uh, Chief Katz has been with us to talk a little bit about it in the past. But I'm just telling you, you've got more police officers, more deputy sheriffs being pulled off the road for, I don't want to say babysitting, because that, that really sort of minimizes it, but, but they're being pulled off the road to sit with someone who is having a crisis. This is the worst part about it. The, the folks that are impacted by this are, are not people who are having a great day. They're having a legitimate mental health crisis. They need to be in a psychiatric facility so they can get the help that they need. Again, this ought not be Democrat or Republican. This is just decent people saying, well, of course we want to help people who need help. But we don't have the beds. And even though Creed Deeds did that whole thing a couple of years back, I'm just telling you, there are no beds. So you've got deputy sheriffs, you've got police officers who were assigned to, to sit with those people. Two officers or two deputies for each of these folks. And those are people coming off off the road. 96 hours, I think, is the limit, right? The, uh, the, the TDO, the temporary detention order, 
96 hours. Think about how many shifts that is. Think about how much overtime that is. Think about how many of your homes are not being patrolled as a result of this. Think of how many miles of road in your city, in your county, are not being patrolled because of this. And the sheriffs and the chiefs of police have no option. It is the state law, so they're following the state law. But I'm just telling you, you and I are less safe, and we ultimately, as a county, are poorer financially as a result of this. So the idea that Sheriff Leonard and uh, uh, Delegate Jones could be working together on this, to me, is fantastic. This should be a slam dunk. Every Democrat, every Republican should be on board with this. There shouldn't be any any disagreement on this we'll we'll see but uh if you do want to see it again i have to give props to uh, cbs6 i thought they did a great great uh piece on it and uh, you I, I think you ought to take a look at it i really do oh uh, one last thing about uh hunter biden remember him he's like the well he, I don't know, is, is the is he the the, the capo the consigliere in the la josa nostra i don't know i think he's actually i think he's more like fredo he's the idiot son that can't quite get anything straight but so they got to protect him uh he's uh he's pleading uh, no uh no not no contest not guilty rather to the latest tax charges he's pleading not guilty to the latest tax charges and he's now apparently agreed to testify to that committee in the house and it's now being revealed. His artwork, <clears throat> if you can call it that, uh, he actually knew 70% of the so-called anonymous buyers. The White House said that they had this whole separation. He didn't know who was buying the artwork, so he couldn't possibly use the money from that uh, to put in his pocket to influence his daddy. But now we're finding out like just about everything that's come from the White House. It's just not true. Wow. Just crazy, huh? 514, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Woo, you sure got to climb a lot of steps to get to this Capitol building here in Washington. Well, I wonder who that sad little scrap of paper is. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's anybody else uh, learn about the legislative process with uh, that little ditty? I know I did. I love those things. I think they ought to be mandatory now that I think about it. There's a lot of stuff that uh, we used to know that nobody knows anymore. Uh, all right, listen, I want to do something that I, I would not ordinarily do. Well, I, no, maybe I would do it. I, I, I try to uh, simply share truthful accounts of things. So I, I've got something I want you to hear, and that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. All right, so can we take a listen now to cut number one? A new South Korean law will ban the centuries-old practice of raising and selling dogs for food. Parliament voted today to ban the production and sale of dog meat. Animal rights groups pushed for the change, but reactions among the general public were mixed. I'm raising my children and a dog together. The dog is my third child. I'm so glad the bill was passed today. Consuming dog meat should never happen again in the future. I don't eat dog meat, but it's been consumed for a long time in our country. It's a unique part of our culture. It's not like everyone's consuming it. It's just a matter of preference. The law is set to take effect after a three-year grace period. All right, so 
it, it, believe it or not, the story that I, I want to address is not about the dogs. Although I would not let Charlie or Pixie listen to that particular report. It was, it was very painful, I know. And most of us have no interest in, in eating dogs. But did you notice what happened? Now, remember, that was a PBS report. Did you notice what they did? They talked about the issues. They did not involve themselves in anything other than a factual accounting of the story. Why is that important? Because it proved to me that despite what we see on a regular basis, there are some folks at PBS who actually are capable of doing real reporting and actual journalism. There was no political spin to that, although there certainly could have been. There was no judgment spin to that, although there certainly could have been. They did what they were supposed to do. I I am as amazed as you are. Absolutely. Completely and totally amazed. But they did it. So maybe, maybe we should uh, have some degree of confidence. Is it possible that more reporting, more actual journalism could, in fact, come about from an outlet like that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I do know that there are efforts to uh, keep former President Trump off the ballot. And why is that, again, Congressman, cut for? President Trump incited an erection. Well, okay. I I still don't think that is a legal issue, but uh, I will keep looking into it and uh, let you know whatever it is that I am able to uh, come up with. Uh, Congressman Rob Whitman's going to be here in a couple of moments. We'll talk about some of the, well, some of the craziness going on in D.C. Where are we with the budget? Is China just going to eat our lunch? Because it sure seems like we're, we're doing a lot of stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense, and there are thankfully a handful of folks up there like rob whitman who are trying to do the right thing for the right reasons jeff katz news radio wrva 534 jeff katz news radio wrva it is a friday evening we've got a little bit of light rain moving in just a heads up uh we do have some really really heavy stuff Rolling in the next couple of hours, going to be with us right through the overnight. Strong winds, hail, thunderstorms, the whole shebang. So uh, stuff that might blow around in your yard. You probably want to get that uh, inside or uh, in the shed or wherever you store stuff. But uh, outside is not going to be the place to be. Washington, D.C. is oftentimes, at least from my perspective, not the place to be because there's a lot of craziness up there. And uh, thank God uh, there are good people like Congressman Rob Whitman, who represents our uh, first district in our beloved Commonwealth. And I'm always happy when uh, he's able to join us. Rob, thank you for being here. Jeff, it's great to be back with you. Thanks for the opportunity. Absolutely. The pleasure is always mine. Are you in D.C. or are you home in the district? No, I'm actually, I just left D.C. I had some uh, had some business up there, and I stayed until the very end of the day and then stopped and visited with one of our great uh, Virginia companies that actually does a lot of work with satellites to make sure we have those critical communications links, especially for our military. So great, great meeting there, and I am 
uh, just about to head head down the road now. Oh, excellent, excellent! I know uh, life always gets better when you're out of uh, out of out of the house of reps for an hour or two. Uh, tell yes. me a little bit, would you? What exactly is going on with the with the financial thing and this idea that we we have an economic? Uh, plan. We've got a budget going along, but there are a lot of people. It seems very, very disappointed in what's coming out of this. Yeah, listen, Jeff. I, you know, a lot of different expectations there. You know, we passed the Fiscal Responsibility Act, which was the debt ceiling deal that that reduced spending down to one point five nine trillion dollars of discretionary spending. Uh, it properly funded our military. It reduced spending overall by one hundred and ten billion dollars. Uh, the, the deal that the speaker put together actually uh, captures all those savings. It actually, too, does away with a lot of the budget gimmicks that otherwise are kind of smoke and mirror savings. You know, it does things like actually take more money off the table that would otherwise fund IRS agents. It actually also gathers back in money that's been sitting in these COVID-19 accounts mm-hmm. that's unexpended, brings that back in to make sure we put that towards a reduction in spending. So I think I think it does the things that are necessary. Funds our military. It, re- it makes a big jump in in reducing spending. It it keeps us from shutting the government down. It it I think is is a good first step forward. Listen, I would like to do more to decrease, especially the non-defense discretionary spending. But this is a good first step. It also reduces the baseline. So the next step of what we can do next year is to build on that. So. Listen, I, I think it's a reasonable place to be. Is it okay. perfect? No, but but nothing ever is. I I think, but I think it's a good 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 place for us. Okay, all right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's reassuring. Congressman Rob Whitman is joining us. Rob, one of the things that uh, is clearly an issue uh, for everybody in, in the United States right now is the fact that we don't have a border on our our southern uh, yeah. board. What used to be our border. I mean, it's outrageous. And I was looking today at something that was leaked, so I don't know how seriously to take it, but it's allegedly what Mitch McConnell and some of the Senate Republicans are willing to do, and it's nothing. It might as well have been written by the White House. And Do we have any sense of what's happening with the border issue? We don't. I know that the, the House has passed the most far-reaching border security act in the history of the nation. It's the Secure Our Border Act, H.R. 2. We passed that. We have done our job. Right now, there are discussions over on the Senate side. James Langford's leading that effort, uh, along with Chris Murphy on the Democrat side, and Kristen Sinema, who is an independent, mm-hmm. trying to come up with a framework that would pass the Senate. We haven't seen any of the text of it yet, Jeff, so I really don't know what's in it. Lots of supposition. James did come over and report to our Republican Study Committee on Wednesday to kind of give us an overview, but he didn't. You know, couldn't give any details because there isn't a final version of that. I, I think it needs to be focused like a laser on securing the border, on things like the Remain in Mexico policy to stem the flow of people coming across, right. make sure that you process people's claims for asylum in their country of origin. Those sorts of things, I think, are fundamental to it. So we'll wait and see what uh, comes out of that. Uh, but it better, as you said, it better be something significant. Congressman Rob Whitman joins us. Uh, Rob represents the 1st District in our beloved Commonwealth, has done a great job during his time uh, in the House. We're in an election year, obviously. I don't need to tell you that. Uh, Can you sort of address the presidential, the Senate, and the House issues that need to be addressed, just how important this particular election this time out is going to be? 
Uh, listen, it's going to be critical, Jeff. There is a clear contrast between President Biden and all the things that he has done or that he hasn't done and where whoever our candidate will be and the voters will make that choice here. And I think it'll be it'll be done fairly quickly, probably by the end of March. I think there'll be a clear determination. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably as clear a contrast as you've seen in recent history between the two sides, between uh, whether it's border security, whether it's policies towards deterring China, whether it's fiscal policies as it relates to the deficit and the debt, whether it's public safety. You go right down the line, there is probably no bigger a contrast between the, the, the two parties and the candidates on both sides of the aisle that, that, that you've seen in recent history. So it'll be a very spirited campaign, and those will be the foundation of the decisions that the voters will make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me a little bit about China. You've really been the point guy in sounding the alarm, if you will, long before other people picked up on the, the, the real existential threat posed by China. Are we making any progress in, in, in that arena? Well, Jeff, we're making some we're making some marginal progress. We need to do a lot more. And in the, the words of the immortal Jerry Reed, we have a long ways to go and a short time to get there. I believe that this year under the National Defense Authorization Act, we made some good strides. We're putting in place things like autonomy where we can actually build things quickly. We don't need as many human beings here. We can close the gap with China to make sure we deter them. Uh, we want to make sure, too, we're modernizing our weapon systems so they go farther and they're more lethal. That, again, a deterrent for China. You know, China's on a track. China wants to dominate the world. They do not follow the rule of law. They are focused on tilting the balance of power towards their side. They do not believe in individual liberties and freedom. So there is a true contrast between what China believes needs to happen around the world and what we believe what what freedom-loving nations nations that honor the rule of law believe that's really what this boils down to and china is doing everything they can within their power to co-opt other countries to i i call it i call it transactional coercion to use uh, agreements with countries that they can later pull in if the countries don't meet those obligations and use that against those countries uh, and we have a very different way of going about things. But this is truly the contrast and where we see the future of the world and what China's doing. And their effort is to dominate the world. And we know we see that with the things that they're trying to gather themselves in natural resources around the world, buying farmland, you know, essentially uh, having a monopoly on things like rare earth elements. I, mean, I can go right down the list. It's, yeah. it's pretty scary. I think we're finally starting to wake up to it, though, Jeff. But, boy, we have got a lot to do and a short time to do it. So. Uh, what, a, what about these, these conflicts around the world, uh, the, the, the situation in the Middle East and uh, uh, these Houthi rebels who had been, as memory serves, they were on the, the terror list when President Trump was in office. And one of the first things that the Biden team did was to, to remove them from that list. Yeah, it's it's mind boggling to me how their behavior hasn't changed. Yet you take them off the list and somehow you believe the policy of capitulation works to encourage them not to do the things that they've that they've done. And we've seen they've only gotten worse. They continue to pursue these efforts. They're backed by Iran. So Iran supplies them. Uh, they're, as you know, interfering with shipping in the Red Sea, going after U.S. military assets. I am glad the president finally, finally went after them. But here was an opportunity 
Jeff, months ago to go after the very sources of where the Houthis are building these drones, where they're getting these the materials for these weapons. That's what you need to do is to be able to cut that off, go after that. Uh, you know, thank goodness we, we, we took some of that capacity out, but, you know, it's after it's already done the damage. So uh, the policy going forward needs to be as we see these things growing, instead of waiting for them to be used against us or our friends, is to take this capacity out beforehand. Absolutely. Uh, Congressman Rob Whitman joining us. Rob, I, I want to ask you to turn your attention uh, a little bit closer to home. There, there were such huge delays and backlogs with uh, passport uh, processing and things uh, similar to that. Have those been addressed and fixed, or is it still problematic for a lot of folks? Jeff, there are still some backlogs. The State Department has changed their processing structure to try to do things faster. There are still folks that, you know, are paying for the expedited process and still, you know, call our office, which they should. If they're even getting close, you know, we can inquire on their behalf and help them out. Uh, It's getting better, but it's still not where it needs to be. So I encourage folks, if there's even a question, call our office. We, We will jump in and figure out and find out where things are and the processing of your passport. The same, too, is tax day is going to come up here in the not-too-distant future. If there are issues that we can help you with with the IRS, we want to make sure that we're there doing that, or any other element of the federal government, Jeff. You know, we're there to make sure that we are your advocate to help you out and get the federal government to do the things that it needs to do. Listen, I, I don't think that we should we should be in a position to encourage the government to do what it's supposed to do Right. But we are glad to do that. That's that that that's our job. That is our job to jump in there and do that. So we will be your advocate. Well, and I'll tell you what, I, I know from personal experience and friends of mine that have interacted with your office, um, obviously you're, you're focused on the federal things, but there have been some great instances where you've directed people in the right direction for state issues, local issues. Uh, do everybody a favor, if you don't mind. Let's, let's give out the website and uh, let everybody know how they could contact your office if necessary. Sure. Absolutely, Jeff. Well, they get, the easiest thing to do is go to our website, which is uh, Whitman, that's W-I-T-T-M-A-N dot house dot G-O-V. Uh, you can call, they have a list of phone numbers there. You can call the district office that's closest to you. We have one in Henrico County. Uh, we have one in Yorktown. We have one in Tappahannock. Um, those are the places that you can go and call there. You can also, on the website, you can inquire on the website. We can go there and help you, too, by a direct email inquiry. So whatever's easiest for you, contact us. We will jump right on your issue. We love to have people call us. We love to hear from you. That's our job. If you have thoughts about things that are happening in Washington, please call us. That's what we're there for. I love it. Well, listen, Rob, I always appreciate you making time. Enjoy your time uh, back home and uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you again soon, hopefully seeing you uh, soon as well. Sounds great, Jeff. Listen, you and your listeners have a safe and blessed weekend and look forward to joining you again soon. Thank you, my friend. That is Congressman Rob Whitman, again, represents the 1st District in our beloved Commonwealth. Uh, I I do believe just one of uh, the best guys out there. I've always enjoyed uh, chatting with him and and visiting with him, having him on the program. And I can tell you uh, personally, I have seen up close and personal exactly the sort of help uh, that he and his team are able to offer. 547, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA.
Self High Five. Indeed. Hey, it's Friday. We have made it. Congratulations, Self High Fives all the way around. I, I got a couple of notes saying, Jeff, we were very upset yesterday. You weren't here. I know. I was at a doctor's appointment. Uh, but uh, folks said, well, but yeah, but the thing is, Jeff, every time we were talking to somebody, they said it was Thursday instead of appropriately saying that it was Friday Eve. And Friday Eve just sounds. Okay, well, as I look at the schedule for next week, uh, we're all off Monday for uh, the observation of uh, Martin Luther King Day. And then uh, Tuesday through Friday, uh, again, uh, if if. if uh, God goes along with my plans because, you know, he does laugh at ours. Uh, but but if that all works out, then, yes, Thursday I'll be here. I mean, uh, Friday Eve, I will be here and let you know. I, I want to pass along a congratulatory and a sad message, if that's okay. You know, throughout the years, I've been here now, it's 11 plus years, and I've had a, a pretty good time. And I've gotten to know a lot of really high-quality people. And one of the best has always been Dee Rubisky. Dee has been the uh, public affairs specialist at the FBI's Richmond field office the entire time that I've been here. And she has uh, really, really, really shepherded the, the, the public affairs part of the Richmond field office in ways that, uh, well, were just spectacular. And she has worked with any number of SAC special agents in charge, and she's always been able to get the mission accomplished, and that's that's what you need. So today is her last day. She's retiring, and I will absolutely positively miss working with her. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful woman who I, I hope enjoys a great retirement and uh, finds something else to do during those like 22 hours of the day she had been devoting to service to our nation. So best wishes, D. Hey, it is Friday. Now, I wish you a Shabbat Shalom. If you're Hebraically challenged, simply means have a great weekend. God willing, we do it all again on Tuesday, starting at 3. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.